Hello! Hello! Welcome to Getting to Know Your Friends. I am your host, Zach Rowland, and with me is my friend, Philip Jeremick. Yeah. Give a little applause for my new guest. Thank and you. a new friend in New York as I well. Know, yeah. Thank you so much for doing the show. I am delighted. Well, thanks for being here. We really appreciate it. So, uh, of course, on the show, we get to know my friends, and maybe people will become your friends someday, too. Uh, we met in improv class, but we're going to go way, way, way back, way back okay. guys, to the way back. Uh, and we're going to get to know you from the beginning, your origins. We're going to get your, your humble... Uh, beginnings, let's say. So, right. uh, so tell us uh, where you're from, Philip. I am from Canada. Canada. Uh, well, all right. If yeah. we're really, if we're really going, do it. Origin, Let's go I was all the way. Born in Belgrade, Serbia. Okay, that's right. Wow. And at the tender age of five, my family moved to Canada uh-huh. to Toronto. Yeah. So that's where I've been from the age of five till the age of twenty-five. Wow. Which was like. This month, yeah, 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 and so then, then I moved to New York. That's great. Okay. So yeah, so I grew up there. Cool. So, uh, so your family is Serbian, then. Yes. Uh, there's, uh, now, what in Serbia is there different? Like, uh, I don't know. Like, that's not the tribes, but that, yeah, like are there different. Like, uh, what, tell me, do, what, I know you didn't live there long, but tell me a little bit about it. I mean, what you remember, or what your family I mean, like, kind of upbringing was like. Well, yeah, I don't know. Like, I was really little, mm-hmm. and then there's different, like. Certainly, there's like different accents mm-hmm. in Serbia, but the different dialects are really if you go to like Croatia or Bosnia okay. or um, uh, Croatia, Bosnia, even in well, in Macedonia they speak Macedonian. But there's Ooh, there's just different dialects all over the place. Nice, yeah. I've always wanted to go to but like Europe. I've gone back to visit a million times. You have. To speak Serbian. Yeah. yeah, that's great. That's that's so insane. Like I would love to go and travel Europe. Mm-hmm. I was talking with a friend the other day about just like backpacking through Europe, you know, taking buses and If you trains. like meat and stray dogs everywhere, yeah. you'll love Serbia. I'm down. <laughs> I Sorry, vegans. I know I have vegan friends out there for the listeners. I don't care and, for yeah, vegans. But sorry, I'm just guys. Gonna say just, right. I'm not You're a meat sorry. eater? I don't, I don't care for vegans. Oh. I'm a meat eater. <laughs> That's so great. I mean, like, I have Vegetarians are vegans, fine. Like, no, because vegans, you can't take them anywhere. Uh, like the grocery store, maybe. Uh, Even then, yeah. they'll have something to complain about. My uh, and I don't get me wrong. Like I actually do a, like good. Like if there's good vegan places, like in Chicago, I've actually been to a couple of good vegan places. But you're right; it is very difficult to be with people who are. No, vegan you know what it is. Time. Now we're digressing, but you know what? it's okay. We can digress. Topic. Um, it's it's like hey, I love vegetables as much as I love meat. Sure. It's when vegans eat things that are like designed to like pretend to be meat uh-huh. I'm like God, like I'm not eating like satan yeah and yeah. I'm like it's like it's fine be a vegan <laughs> but like vegetables are like bountiful and delicious and you can do so much with them you don't need to have like tofurkey just like that's creepy you know like right. I'm not eating I get it yeah a steak shaped like a broccoli. <laughs> it doesn't sound too appetizing. Yeah. No, no, definitely not. So meat in Serbia. Yeah. And meat, stray dogs. Stray dogs. Love the stray dogs. dogs. Definitely, you know. They're uh, surprisingly friendly. You <laughs> oh, think yeah? they're like gonna attack you because you right. know they live in the wilds of well the city streets. Sure, sure. Yeah. No, they're like all super friendly. Wow. It's like they belong to everyone. Cool, cool. Yeah, they're like uh, little village dogs. Yeah. Yeah. 
Nice. So then you went to Canada. Where, whereabouts in Canada? Toronto. Toronto. And Toronto's a, I mean, that's a major city it's in Canada. the biggest Canada. one. Right, it's the biggest, biggest one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, did you move around a lot? What did you do? Like, when you got there, you were little, but like, how did your uh, schooling come up? So we moved there in the summer of 94. Mm-hmm. Um, so we basically, I started, I started school and like, I never went to school in Serbia cause I was only five. Uh-huh. So I started grade one or first grade, as you would say here. First grade. G- grade one. Grade one. In, uh, in Toronto. Yeah. And yeah, like basically as soon as we got there, cause it was summer and then, you know, September and school started. Cool. Yeah. We spoke English since forever. Oh yeah. My dad was a Serbian English translator. Okay. So like since we came out of the womb, we had like Serbian and English thrown at us at the same time. Wow. So like I never like remember learning either language. They Uh were just they've just been there. It just happened. Wow. That's great. I feel like that's the best way to really learn another language. Yeah. Swimming is one thing I did not pick up. Nope, not swimming. Did you do a lot of swimming? Swim but not well. Like if we were in the middle of the ocean I'm dead. Okay. 100%. If you're out of the life raft. If I don't have something I can, like, grab onto. Because I can tread water for, like, a minute or two. Yeah. After that, I'll just, like, lie on my back so my lungs do the work. Oh. Uh, that's the uh, easiest way to just let, just let the just let the sea take you. Yeah. No, I'm not a great <laughs> um, But, yeah. No. Yeah. So, grew up in Toronto. Um, oh, great we grew one. up in this area where, like, it was cool. It's like everyone was Jamaican and mm-hmm. Portuguese. Mm. And then there was us. Wow. Oh, her next door neighbor. I was thinking about this woman recently because I totally forgot she existed. Uh-huh. So we lived in this like duplex where like this old Italian couple lived. Uh, so there were like two apartments. Okay. So on the first floor was this old Italian couple and they were the landlords. And then we lived in the apartment upstairs for like seven or eight years. And then my parents bought a house like only when I started high school. Mm-hmm. And so the woman next door, <laughs> there was, um, her name was Jerry. And she was this, like, rough lady. And, like, it was so funny because she had this, like, literally a white picket fence and this charming little home. And she was this, like, rough woman with, like, a mullet and, like, trashy makeup. And, like, she looked like she could kill you. But then she'd open her mouth and she was, like, the sweetest lady ever. Really? And it was, like, probably, in fact, it's weird. I never thought of it this way. My first, like... Because the comedy I do, and I'm sure we'll get to this, is, like, a, a lot of character-based stuff. Uh-huh. And she was probably, like, one of, like, the first true, like, characters I ever encountered. She dressed like a prostitute. Oh, my gosh. Like, 100%. And she had a daughter who was around my age, so we would, like, play in the in their front yard. Uh-huh. And it was so funny, because the daughter was this, like, sweet, timid little girl, and her mom was, like, this big, trashy woman. But, like, the nicest lady ever. It was hilarious. That's crazy. If That's you saw her in an alleyway, yeah. you would be horrified. Oh, wow. Um, and, and she, But she, like, didn't... She wasn't, like... She wasn't, like, gruff, what you're saying. Like, she just... No, no, she just, like, appeared that. Because she was, like, a... Hmm. She was, like, a single working mom. And I think she was, like, a waitress at this, like, scuzzy bar. Okay. Um, but, you know, hey, surviving. Yeah, yeah. And... But what I remember so clearly... And as a kid, like, I thought this was so glamorous. Her house was Elvis-themed. Oh really? What? Everything. Just like the, it was this a little bungalow, and you'd walk in, and it was like bead curtains and like uh. purple and red lights. Which now I'm like, I wonder what she did in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But as a child, I'm like, this is the coolest place ever. And there was just like Elvis pictures everywhere. And then she would have like these weird pedestals that were like lit from underneath, mm-hmm. and then there would be like a stiletto. 
that was just like decoration. So you'd be in this living room and there's like Elvis everywhere and then these like lit pedestals with like red stilettos on them. It wow. was a very specific type yeah. of decor. Yeah. And basically it looked like a brothel. But anyway, great lady. Oh my gosh. That's that's awesome. That's a great character person too. Like just to think about someone who looks like that, sounds different. And then has these interesting... Just like a heart of gold. Yeah, things happening. Like, yeah. you know, uh, it's like a little mini Graceland up there. Yeah. And then one day they just moved away. Like, suddenly oh. there was like a pickup truck and they just threw everything in and left. Broken stilettos, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. So, uh, so you said so you, uh, with character stuff, then, uh, when did you feel like you first started kind of noticing that you were like really like acting or uh, seeing a lot of that stuff and trying to like uh, mimic it or copy or do or, you know, develop like, your own I don't know I was always like a shit disturber in school and me then, too uh, <laughs> and I don't know like everything the, the world was my stage mm-hmm. um, and then I don't know I guess I was like the class clown and all that yeah. and then whenever there was like anything drama related in school I was just drawn to it I nice. suppose mm-hmm. um, you remember like your first play or your first like oh thing that shit, you did I? Um, I think like it all probably started in middle school do you have middle school here yeah How does it work? yeah I went to middle school yeah, yeah I had uh, was it 7th so, and 8th grade exactly yeah so yeah that seems oh, right to me you know like I don't yeah. know junior high I don't get but Isn't middle school is that junior high is well, so I guess junior high in some places can either be six, seven, and eight, or it can be seven, eight, and nine. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So in Canada, or at least in Ontario, maybe it varies mm-hmm. province to province. I don't know. Um, yeah. First to sixth grade is primary school. Yeah. And then, yeah, middle school and then high school. Yeah. So in middle school, um, we there was like a play every year, every year being two years. Mm-hmm. Um, what was it the first year? I think we did like... Oh my god, was it the Three Little Pigs? And then, but it was like a weird version. Okay. Because we had this teacher who was like, let's make it our own. And so then, it like, it made no sense. <laughs> so there were like the Three Little Pigs, but then like, the, it was like jazz themed for some reason. What? So like the Big Bad Wolf was like, hey. <laughs> and it was just like been so non-threatening oh. and he would like sing this jazz tune about like blowing the house down it's such a vague memory wow. and then in the 8th grade uh, oh god was it um, I think it was uh, Cinderella yes okay. it was Cinderella no Snow White I think it was Snow White because I remember my friend Khadija mm-hmm. was like, "Can we also have a Snow Black?" Oh, because she was just yeah, like yeah, a yeah. sassy black That's girl great. who came to visit me actually in New York recently. And then I think it, again, it was did this I weird. Meet her? Did you? Were meet we her? At, did she go to the you show? Did meet I did. her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. You did meet uh-huh. her. Yeah. So uh, and then like because they wanted like two Snow Whites for whatever reason mm-hmm. and then she was all like no I want to play like a sassy character named Snow Black and we were all like that's a great idea <laughs> and then the teachers were like I don't think we can do that so then they gave her some other name that what? wasn't Snow Black oh. but she was like damn it I want that, to how is that making it your own if you're not letting the, the students like make it their own Like, well I'm sure a lot of the parents would be like uh, oh, we don't approve of that whatever. Uh, and then I think so yeah, there was a Snow White, mm-hmm. there was a Snow Black, who yeah, was yeah. not called Snow Black, but something else. Long live She had Snow like Black. a name. Yeah. Uh, and then I was the evil 
It's not a stepmother. What is she in Snow White? She's like an is, evil queen. I guess so. Anyway, all I yeah. remember is a Tina Turner style wig. Uh huh. And I had like two balloons for boobs. Wow. And uh, it's funny. I've never done like drag per se. Mm-hmm. I have characters like when I do comedy. Like some of them are female characters. Yeah. But they're not because drag. Like when gay men do drag, it's meant to evoke like. Glamour and femininity, but my female character is like raunchy monsters. <laughs> monsters. I love it. So I guess that's where it started. So yeah, I was yeah. this like evil stepmother, queen, whatever. Yeah. And there was like a Tina Turner rate and just like two giant balloons. Uh-huh. And I remember there was this controversy over like the size of the boobs. Oh my god. Because I was like, I like in rehearsal blew up these giant balloons and put them in. And then like the complaints were of such a bizarre nature. The director was like, well, you know. I, I just don't know if it's appropriate because, like, there's a big Muslim population in this neighborhood, and they may not like it. And then, like, <laughs> and then, and then it was like I had to talk to the principal because the the teacher directing was like, yeah, like it might offend people. Wow. And then uh, um, the principal was like, <laughs> it was the like the. Um, Compromise was hilarious because he was basically like, "You can have the balloon boobs, but just like make them smaller." Oh my gosh! Anyway, no, that's yeah, that's so. That seems like a there typical that. way to handle that situation. <laughs> make them smaller. And then, yeah, I was just like a weird kid who liked performances. Yeah, I was gonna say, who's some of maybe like your uh, comedic influences when you were younger? Do you remember having any? When I was younger, now they're like real comedians. Mm-hmm. When I was younger, it was like. Female Disney villains. Yeah, I was like that's where it's at. I was like Maleficent. I was like she's just so uh, Ursula for me. Ursula too. was one of my oh, favorites because yeah. she to- she stole the voice away from Ariel, yeah. and I was like, what are you? Also, <laughs> she bears somebody. I wish I was the person to notice this, uh-huh. but a friend of mine said this recently. I was like, oh my god, it's so true. She bears a striking resemblance to Guy Fieri. From yeah. Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. That's true. Look exactly the same. Like, like, I always said she looked like Missy Elliott before Missy that. Elliott lost all the weight. Uh huh. Yeah. And right. in fact, there's this picture of Missy Elliott wearing like purple from head to toe on the red oh carpet God. when she was still a little bigger. Beautiful. Yeah. That's it, right? I there. love Missy Elliott. Yeah. And Ursula. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. Got One and the same. Yeah. I could live without him. Yeah. So did you? Um, yes, yeah. Sorry. Well, did you do anything uh, that was like you did the um, like the Snow White villain s kind of thing? Yeah. Um, then, did you? Do, yeah. What next? But then in high school, so I went to a performing arts high school. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's where like you know shit really got real. Yeah. Uh, so I you had to audition, and I remember they gave you like a list of monologues to choose from, and there was one from like a Charlie Brown play hmm. and it was about how like god I don't remember because I was in the 8th grade auditioning to go into oh grade. wow right yeah. so, like into the high school and it was like a monologue about uh, some girl in the cafeteria like doesn't even know you exist but like you think she's really cute and then it ends with you putting like a paper bag on your head anyway apparently they it thought worked, it was hilarious right it worked the yeah. way I did it and good then, yeah, and then in high school was I was so you could audition for, um, there were like you had a major, uh-huh. so it was uh, drama, visual art, dance, musical theater, or band. Wow! And I was in the drama program, mm-hmm. and yeah, it was just like fun and antics all the time. Nice. 
any drama stories that you can share that people won't be too oh, like if they were to watch this they would be like I can't believe he shared that or you could share those and not worry about those people oh I don't care what I yeah know. good yeah so Why yeah any, like cause I mean um, I don't know there's all I'm, all kinds of things happen backstage while productions are happening like we had a girl who missed her cue for Wizard of Oz and it just, happened like, more in, in college I went to uh, like I went to a theater program mm-hmm. So there was more of that then. In high school, I don't know. It wasn't that dramatic. Yeah. Someone once had... You guys were at an actual theater performing, like, school. So you probably have to take it a little bit more seriously, I think. I mean, like, you could still have fun, but you were there for a reason. You mean in college or in high school? Well, like, in high school, school, didn't you go to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it was, like, one... It would be basically all it meant is like because I was in drama, I had drama like every single day. Mm-hmm. But it was only one period. I okay. still had like you had to take like math and science yeah. and all the rest. Right. Um, you just had then, to focus in drama. Yeah, yeah, and then there were like always various school plays to mm-hmm. audition for. But wait, did any like backstage shenanigans happen? Or even in college, then you can go. Well, in college, jump to college, yeah, tons. yeah. Um, Let's jump to college then. What happened? So where did you go to college at? Ryerson University, Ryerson um, University. in Toronto, which mm-hmm. was uh, they have like one of the best theater programs in the country, mm-hmm. and it was it was like a downtown campus and like the rough part of town. Oh, not really. There was a, <laughs> down really. the street. There was a Harvey's. You have Harvey's. Harvey's, Harvey's is American. What? No, I don't think we do. What's uh, wait? Is Harvey's not American? I don't it's think like a burger place. We have like Hardee's. But oh, it's maybe, maybe it's don't have Harvey's. Yeah, like, I don't think I've ever heard of Harvey's. Maybe Harvey's. it is Canadian. It's like McDonald's, okay. but slightly better. Okay. Um, Every, anything's better than McDonald's. Oh, I love McDonald's. I can't. I have too many oh horror stories. Double I'm cheeseburger, just... extra pickles. <laughs> <laughs> I had one at Penn Station the other day. Um, <laughs> oh, the Penn Station McDonald's is yeah. <laughs> Eating <Yeah>. underground. <laughs> uh, no, so, yeah. So there was a Harvey's down the street that mm. everyone called Hooker Harvey's. Because that's where the prostitutes hung out. And it was just like a few doors down from the theater school. Oh, wow. And then there was a sexual health clinic right next door to of the theater course. school. Which is very convenient. Let me oh, tell you. Yeah. When you're in college yeah. and you're in theater, I frequented that <laughs> a lot. More yeah. because I was like paranoid than like I actually needed their services. Right. Um, Wow, what was the question? Oh, oh any, yeah. Any, like, uh, stories? Backstage antics. Backs- yeah. Uh, I don't know. Once somebody... So we were... We had a whole... In third year, an entire semester was devoted to clown. Mm-hmm. And so this one girl did this... And so it was all silent for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this one girl had this clown sketch where she was just, like, a clown and was playing with, like, tiny objects. And, like, that was the humor. And it was actually a really funny sketch. And so she had this tiny broom, and she was like, it could be smaller. So we found a saw, and we, like, sawed off the broom backstage. And we were like, it's hilarious. Like, who cares? And the school made, like, such a big deal of it. They were like, that is a prop. It belongs to the university. You have destroyed it. And we were like, we'll give you the $6.99. Like, it's a fucking broom. Calm down. Yeah. Um... But I don't know, like, everyone was having sex with everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that was fun. <laughs> well, you got the um, clinic right there, so you yeah, felt like exactly. you, yeah, you, you But, were... like, it got a little incestuous sometimes, because it was, uh, each class had, like, 20 people, and you mm-hmm. spent, like, 16 hours a day with them. Oh, wow. So, yeah. You really, you, would, you could bond with people then, like, you would, you'd see them that Oh, often, yeah. Oh, yeah, but... no, we were, like, a family, mm-hmm. and it was, because it was, like, a really, because I guess that's why it was considered one of the better programs in the country. They had sure. this, like 
intent. They, the, the whole point was, you know, they had like an, a standard they had to maintain. Yeah. And a lot of that was like this like insane work ethic they installed in you, which is like the one thing I took from that school that like I'm most proud of. Good. Because uh, by the end of it, I was like, I don't want to be an actor. I'm going to do comedy. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so people having sex. Oh, and then the best part was like, there were all those guys who like in first year were having sex with girls and then by the end like half of them were gay. <laughs> and then in fourth year we were like, hey, remember like when he had sex with you and but like now he likes dicks. Oh, yeah. And those poor girls would be like, yeah, I always knew. Oh, um, so yeah, we destroyed props. There was a lot of sex going on. Yeah. We had one person miss the cue. It was in Romeo and Juliet. Uh, the guy who played... The like Capulet dad. Okay. <laughs> this is so Lord terrible. Four Capulet. years of theater school. Like, the Capulet dad, Lord, Lord Capulet. Capulet. <laughs> Thank you. That's what he's called. And he just like did not come out for the scene. Like for because he was backstage like shooting the shit and what? just totally because you had to go down this like in the dressing rooms there were like TV monitors so you knew uh, you know when to go yeah. on. But I don't think they had audio. So you had to like really pay attention and then you had to go down this long corridor. So anyway, he missed his cue and it was a scene where like he went on, I don't even remember what the scene is, but he went on and had like a brief little interlude and then the nurse would come on right mm-hmm. after. And so thank God the girl the girl playing the nurse was smart enough that she was like, fuck, I better do something. So she just went out on stage and went, Lord Capulet, Lord Capulet, like where art thou? And just like, Improvised, yeah. But you know, yeah, in doing a it in a character way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then oh, finally, wow. I think someone alerted him, and he just like ran out. God, no! I bet there were so many more, way more dramatic things. Oh, there was this one day everyone was super pissed. So there was this scene we were doing this restoration comedy. What would have we mean by restoration comedy? Like so, it was like fifteen hundreds. I okay. want to say. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like a farce where, you know, like doors slamming. And, sure, like you know. a Comedie dell'arte sort of piece. No, more like a, that. like a, like there were no masks or anything. Okay. There weren't like stock characters, but like a, like a farcical comedy of errors, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So but was, you were just bringing it out. Were you doing it like modernized at all? Or? No, not at all. Okay. It just was, how it was. It was a three hour play. Got it. Three, three hours. hours. Um, oh, wow. And there was, what was it called? I know, there was, because we did... Well, no, I shouldn't say that because it was it was four hours total, but it was like segments from all of these restoration comedies. So one was "Love for Love" mm-hmm. by I know who wrote it. I can't remember now. And the other one was called "The Different Widows," and so I was in the different wi- no. And there were two tragedies and two comedies. Anyway, I was in the two comedies. Thank God. Yeah. Uh, one of which was "The Different Widows." Mm-hmm. So there was this one scene where there were like. 17 people on stage at once and all these like hilarious things are going on and it depended on this one girl because she was like the lead and all of these peripheral characters it's sort of like the scene took place like in her home and Mm -hmm. you know there were these people from the town and people from the country and all these things were going on but like the scene basically didn't work without her because she had the most lines and it was very so she just like didn't show up and it was this rehearsal that was like outside because we had to rehearse outside of class on yeah. our own time as well and it was like an 8am rehearsal on a Friday uh, and Thursday was like pub night yeah. at the Universal like everyone was always getting wasted on Thursdays so we're there at 8am to rehearse the scene and she lived right next door to the school 
So there was the sexual health clinic, and then right next ah. to that, there was like some student housing. So she had no excuse. She lived like sure. right there. Yeah. And so everybody shows up at 8 a.m. except her. Yeah. And everyone's calling her, and like she didn't show up. And then she was kind of a bitch. And then she like blamed. Uh, in the end, she like blamed everyone else somehow. She was like, well, she didn't show yeah, up. Yeah. Anyway, she was an idiot. That's so dumb. Um. Yeah. And, yeah. But anyway, I get God. I think bet there were like way more dramatic things. It's so oh, funny. You think there about was it. this one day, <laughs> not a whole. Day. Okay, so there was this scene going on with uh, these three people. One of well, there were there. Were, I still keep in touch with all of them, but one of them ended up being like a really really good friend of mine, um, and. Uh, it was like this scene study we did where everyone did excerpts from plays and it was like two-handers. So, you know, two people. Mm -hmm. But because we had an odd number, one of the groups, there were three of them. And so this one girl... They just didn't get along. Like, that's all it was. But then um, the teacher was like... Accused one of them of like bullying the other two. And we had to have a class therapy session. Yep. It was high. Nobody took it serious. We were like, "This is such bullshit." Yeah. And so these like counselors came from the university, and they gave us all rainbow colored bracelets that we had to wear. And it was very cultish. And they were like, "We're gonna talk about like what went wrong and like how we can all learn to get along." And we were like, "Why is why is this happening?" Like this was really blown out of context. Yes. Yeah. And like we had to like write our feelings on like a whiteboard. It was garbage. Oh. Yeah. That's like, yeah. Uh, That, this kind of, something similar to me happened in a drama class that I was in in high school where we just, just shit on everything and like we were acting up and the teacher finally was like, if you guys don't stop, I'm going to lecture you about the history of drama. And we were, like, she always threatened people with that. We were the actual class that she had to do it to in like 10 or 15 years that she had been there because we were so bad. And she came out one day and she brought the fucking book out of mm-hmm. history of drama opened it up and started reading verbatim from it just like was it that bad though you just well, had to sit there at the time yeah but at the time we were doing improv so we weren't we weren't allowed to do any more improv we had to sit there and take notes for how long uh two weeks two oh, weeks we, yeah it was like um, well we were 14 15 we were, it was like ninth grade so it, it was it was a to us it was a nightmare yeah, but at the time you know, now I think about even it even in like, college so all of our classes were um like practical like studio classes mm-hmm. as it were so it was like voice acting you know like Pilates and yoga stage yeah. combat all yeah. that stuff but we had to take one theater history class once a semester mm-hmm. which was three hours it was a three hour lecture wow. and I remember there came a period where I would just start to bring a flask of whiskey and it was the best decision I ever made. And then, yeah. And so oh. uh, me and this girl would just like split it all the time. And right after theater history, we had um, singing class. Uh-huh. And that made that class also way more fun. Because <laughs> we were like a little bit tipsy, singing these like terrible songs from like the 1400s. <laughs> um, yeah, it was great. Wow. Lightning round time. Oh, yeah. Jumping in. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I'll just say a bunch of questions. You just give me a quickest response. Vanilla. Uh, uh, that's it. It's right there. No, sorry. I'll let you do uh, it's, it. <laughs> it's, uh, he's already got them already ready. Um, all right. So, uh, let's see. Uh, favorite vacation spot? That I have been to? Yes. That I want that you've been to. Iceland? Yes. Great. Um, the last time you were uh, on a boat? 
Oh, uh, a couple of uh, months ago, I did a Toronto Harbor cruise. It was terrible. Nice. Um, the one person who you wish you could be. Grace Jones. Grace Jones. Yeah. Elaborate just a little bit. Why? Just like a strong black woman. Yeah? Who's just like, like, fuck you to everyone. Nice. Um, let's see. Uh, wide, wide stripes or pinstripes? Wide if they're horizontal and on the wallpaper. Pinstripes if they're on clothing. <laughs> good. Good. Uh, bronze or silver? Silver. Silver. Bronze is for losers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're the bottom. You're still at the bottom of your bronze. Um, uh, four things you could put into a shoebox that aren't shoes. Oh man, anything. Um, uh, pogs and slammers. One. Semen. Two. Need a lot. <laughs> um, hair that you've cut. Off of people <laughs> Like ponytails Ponytails From the subway Yeah 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 And you know Like Mutilated Body parts Great Four Uh <laughs> Put more of that Um Hammers Or Saws Um Hammers Are more versed Hammers Nice More versed Um If there was A mode of transportation that you could uh, that you could have you could take with you back in time. What would you take? Oh, um, I guess the airplane. Yeah, like a commercial passenger, a Concorde, right? Which isn't even used anymore. Yeah, Concorde. Concorde. Good. Um, the the music that puts you in the mood to bone. Ooh, um, like ethereal, like mystical Eastern sounds. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's so great. Um, let's see. Um, spandex or Spanx? Um, spandex. Great. Uh, the one person... Spandex is called that because it comes from the word expands, and it's a... Oh. What's the term for when you rearrange the letters? Uh, anyway, there's a word for yeah, it. Yeah, there is a word for it. Apparent, no, it's but it was invented. No. It was expands. Yeah. Nice. That's great. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Um, I can't remember. Favorite Nordic god? Odin. Odin. Or Bjork. Bjork. Father. Or Bjork. Or Bjork. <laughs> um, and uh, the last time you felt fear? Oh, um, I can't think of a time. Mm-hmm. That's a terrible answer. The last time I felt fear. It's crazy. It's a weird emotion because we don't really I don't, feel it a lot. I don't get scared of like tangible things. Yeah. Really. Um. I don't know. We can leave it at that end of lightning round. Great. That was good. That, that was good. Yeah. You don't have to have one. It's just it, they're random. It. I'll just so scream random. it out yeah. later on. Fuck, I'm so terrified. Uh, I, I honestly can't remember the last time I was actually like in fear either. I think it, it, it might have been it might have been my first trip to New York, uh, which is what we're getting ready to talk about. Um, you know what? I guess this isn't really an answer, but you know, sometimes like you just like you think you see something weird on your dick, and you're like, oh, thank God, it's just a little piece of fluff. <laughs> like yeah. that happened tonight. It happened yeah. recently. There was like a little like red because um. What? 
I think there was like a red hoodie like on my bed or something. Oh, okay. And so I was like taking my underwear off to shower and I looked down and I was like, oh my god, what is it? What the fuck? And I thought hoodie? it was like some horrible STD and I was like, yeah. no, it's just from this hoodie. It was a little piece of fluff. It's a little lint. That's like, that's like a nanosecond of fear. There you go. Hey. Good, good. So, yeah, so you're uh, so from Toronto, 25, coming to New York City. Mm-hmm. Well, what made you decide to move? I came here last summer for a month. Mm hmm. Because uh, I was just like, I've got some savings. I'm going to sublet an apartment and like take some classes at UCB and do mm-hmm. as many shows as I can. Yeah. And it was the best month ever. Yeah. And then I, when I got home, I was like, all right, I'm going to save even more money and try and move there. That's and then great. A year later, here I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's sitting that's in Astoria. Right. In Astoria, New York, mm-hmm. just outside of Manhattan. Uh, that's the kind of the, one of those things too Where it's just like I, I wanted to I had visited first Yeah And then I visited again uh, Both times were UCB related And you know I, and I started studying UCB philosophy And I was just like I need to be yeah, there Yeah and it was And it was mostly like For UCB mm-hmm. And just for the comedy in general Yeah Like the comedy scene in Toronto Is good Yeah yeah it's yeah It's very good Second city Yeah second yeah. city But like once you've done Kind of everything there is to do there Mm-hmm you're just doing a lot of the same stuff over and over again. Right, right. So, like, I did the whole Second City program. You know, I did, like, a monthly show like, How was for that? a year. It was good. Good. It was, it was similar to UCB. Well, it was, like, the structure was similar. You know, sure. you do, like, you know, over there they call it, like, uh, one through... Nope. A, a through E. Right. Here it's, like, 101 e. to 401. Right. So it's A through E, and then you audition for the conservatory, mm-hmm. which here is the advanced study. Yep. And then... That's like a year long And that was like Super fun and awesome And then it's over And you're like Well now what Yeah And so I was like You know what I'm 25 I'm like right in between 20 and 30 I'm just gonna fucking Give New York a try That's a good one It's now or never Yeah Cause I'm, I'm 30 um, And I'm so I think Like even 30 So it was the point Where I was like You gotta do it now Or you might as well yeah. Just forever hold your peace You know yeah. Like honestly That's it's the best It's like 25 to 30 is, in my opinion, the best time to move to New York. That's when you have the most potential, I think, yeah. to get things happening. Hopefully. You've we'll got, see. yeah, well, you've got, you know, you've got so much in front yeah. of you. You're not like a baby. You're right. a grown-ass adult, but you're right, still, right, right. yeah. Yeah, and you've already got experience, too. You've gone through theater yeah. training. You've got the background. You've done Second City. Mm-hmm. You're into comedy. All that kind of fun stuff. So, so, yeah, so that brings us to where we found each other, which was at the UCB. Yes. So we are in a 201 class together with Sean mm-hmm. Distin. Shout out to Sean Distin. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, what? How? Uh, how's the transitional experience been like? So, you've been here now for uh, what? Almost two months. It's been like a month and a half. No, it has been a month. Oh, and yeah. five days. That's right. That's you were later like than that. me. That's right. Yeah. Because I'm just like into the month and a half. So. Yeah, I'm like a month yeah. and five days. Yeah. Getting the city down. Everything's oh, happening. Yeah. No, I've been here lots of times. So yeah. it's like. When someone's like, which train do I take to JFK? I was like, I know the answer to this. Yeah, yeah. Which train is it? It was the E. The E Well, train. you have to switch. No, it was the... It depends on where you are. Uh-huh. See, I told her, I'm like, take the E to this station and then switch to the A. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. That's a game I've been playing with myself is try to make the most... Well, I hate to say the most transfers, but if you make more than... Like, you try to make it in three transfers... But at the fastest time. So, for example, from here to basically East Village slash Lower East Side, uh, where most people would probably take about 45 minutes to get there, I can do it in 25 minutes if I hit every train right. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. It's like a game that I play with myself Mm -hmm. for, like, what transfers can I hit? What can I take? So what do you do? N6 and then F? 
No, uh, no, I just do the N to the six and then I walk it. Yeah, okay. but I could do F. Yeah, I could do it to the F with a, a bleaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but uh, but no. Yeah, I, well, I, no, to Second Avenue from right Broadway Lafayette. Yeah, you got options. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely look at us. Yeah. We know the I land. Know, right? the land. We got this, guys. Have you discovered? Here's a little secret. It's not a secret. Yeah. All of Manhattan knows about it. The shuttle from Times Square to uh, Grand Central mm-hmm. is like your best friend. Oh, yeah? It's one stop. Yep. But if you need to get from one side, like you just need to go across town real fast. Yep. The S train. S train. One stop. It's one stop. It literally just goes, and they call it the shuttle, but it looks like any other train. It's crazy. It goes only from Times Square uh-huh. to Grand Central. That's Back wow. and forth. Wow. No, actually, I hadn't discovered it's that yet. Sweet. I have been nowhere near Grand Central, like, at all. Like, they I have don't, great I oysters, through apparently. It. In Grand Central Station? Yeah, there's a restaurant that has really good oysters. Sure. I haven't been there yet. This is what people oysters. say. Yeah. Anyway, back to comedy. Right? Sorry. Comedy. Oysters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My favorite word is oyster. Oyster? It sounds word. fun. Yeah. And written out, oyster. it looks cool. It used to be vestibule. Now vestibule? it's oyster. Vestibule? Vestibule's What's your too. favorite word? Uh, that's a good question. Um, I don't know. Oyster is a fun one. Uh, is it moist? I was going to say moist. Moist. Moist really? is a really... Moist is I love that so word. funny. Because moist is one of my least favorite words. Oh, that's Especially when it's coupled, you want to hear the grossest combination of two words in the English language, in my opinion. Moist coil. Moist coil? Like a coil. Coil? Ugh. Yeah. Just like, aren't you just picturing like a wet piece of poo? Because <laughs> I am. Just a sloppy mess. Yeah. This is so great. Maybe I'll start thing. a sketch troupe called Moist Coil. Moist Coil. Mmm. Makes me want ice cream. Mm. Uh, yeah, no, um... Yeah. So, uh, so what's the so what do you th- so far? Do you think about uh, like doing the classes at UCB and stuff? I mean, it's been they're awesome, good experience. Yeah, yeah I think so too. Like, and they're hard, but yeah. in a good way. Mm-hmm. It's like I feel challenged. Yeah, I, I agree. It's not just like come to class and do whatever. It's like right. hold on a minute. Excuse me, teacher. What is going on? Right. There We've are, had those moments. There are days where you you know you're th- you're like really thinking about it, but it's it's such a a really great philosophy in the sense of like what their what their aim is, what they want, and where it works and how it works, and and to be meticulous about it. And I think one of the best notes was like, "You're going to be working on this for the rest of your entire totally, career yeah. that you're doing this because nobody ever truly gets it all the way." You know, yeah. I mean, I'll even watch uh, performances by the original UCB members, mm-hmm. and they'll go and you know, like they'll and they'll do game that's like textbook. And then they'll also do scenes that are just fucking fun. Yeah, just because exactly. they know how to be good character actors and have fun. So I think that's so really important no, to like just... hard. Yeah, to have fun uh, and to... And to yeah, no, I do more... I, I'm more... I would say I'm... Well, no, I would say I'm definitely more of a sketch comedian than an improviser. Oh, yeah. Because that, that's what I did in Canada for the past, like, three years. Mm-hmm. I was in a sketch duo. Okay. And it was... Because I'm on, like, a Virgo. I'm very type A. Mm-hmm. I like to sit down at my laptop, write a sketch, rewrite it, rewrite it, rehearse it, rehearse it again, throw some crazy cost... And, like, you know what I mean? Just That's great. There's, like, zero improv. It is, like, polished. And like, oh. that's what I love, you know? When it's just, like... Beginning, middle, and like witty line here, clever line there, yeah. weird characters. Yeah. Um, but that's why I take improv classes because I'm like that's the area that I wouldn't say I'm 
it's not my forte. Uh-huh. I'd say like sketches, especially yeah. like character stuff. Sure. But improv is not, so that's why I'm like, you know, I want to get better yeah. at it. So I'm like, the complete opposite. Because really? I, I did sketch when I was younger, but I didn't really pick up on it very easily. But improv was just like always so natural. Oh, and then okay. even here now in New York, like improv is the thing that I'm, I've been studying for the last six years or so. And I think a lot of the time, not to oversimplify it, but I think a lot of the time it comes down to whether you see yourself as a writer mm-hmm. or not. Yeah. Because I think if you like writing comedy, you will obviously be drawn to sketch. Yeah. And if you're... Because the thing with me in improv is that I can go in with, like, a fun, kooky idea, mm-hmm. no problem. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, shit, now what do I do? Oh, yeah. So, like, I'll moment. walk into a scene, I'll be like, hey, Grandma, here's that, like, blood pie you wanted. Right. And, and you know, it's just... Like, what did, where did you get You know, because I love to just, like, from? start off what with, like, doing? weird shit, right? Yeah. Well, and if you then, get a good straight man, they'll know yeah. what you're doing. They'll be and able then, to play that. Although we're always taught to, like, don't start with the weird, let it happen. Right. But anyway, let's say I start a scene where I'm like, here's that blood pie you wanted. Yeah. I'm like, great, I got that, like, crazy thing out there. And then I'm like, fuck, now what do I do? Right. Then you got to play into the characters, like, well, what is the game of that character? Yeah. And what and what, yeah, what other things, like... Then that, that's where I think you can utilize that, if this is true, what else is true, totally. as a character. Because, well, if you're going to have blood pie, yeah. maybe you're a There's fucking, like, like, human a, baker. Yeah. You know, whatever walls it is. made of teeth. <laughs> the teeth whatever. walls are crazy. Fell up, you've gone out of control. Some people save their teeth. My <laughs> grandpa funny. did that. It's so weird. bizarre. Yeah, yeah know, there was a jar of teeth. teeth. Ugh! Yeah. I don't know. Saving no funny parts, I'm not. No, I'm not in. No. I'm not in it for. So, well, uh, surprisingly enough, it feels like it just started, but we are getting close to the end of what? the episode. We've spoken about nothing real, right? It's gone on about oh, nonsense. It's so much fun. Okay, though. how close to the end are we? We're we're pretty close. If you want, I usually no, if have. If you want to ask me like real questions, what? Well, do you know what? Do what you want. I was just gonna say. Normally, <laughs> towards the end, I have I flip the script and have the guest ask me questions. So if you want to ask me a couple I feel questions, bad. I feel like we hardly talked about comedy. No, I think we're we busy don't. talking about boxes of semen. Well, fill a shoebox with whatever you want—hair and semen. And I think that's great. Grace Jones, semen, my weird childhood neighbor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, no, that's um, what this is all about. This show so is about the weird questions. stuff. Yeah, okay. go for it. Um, what real or not? I mean, serious or not serious? It doesn't really matter. Either. Way. Um, I will ask you one of each. Great. If. I'm one word to ask you. Well, I will ask you now. Mm-hmm. It's not hypothetical. Yeah. What is your like ultimate dream career? That is a great question. Just like, yeah. what do you like really, really want to do? If I have to be honest with myself, which is what I'm supposed to be doing, uh, I do want to be an actor. Like, I and I, I don't want to be necessarily like a like, fucking be like. I want to be. Uh, I think I want to be more of. I don't know. I feel like I'm getting more into like television acting now, mm-hmm. just because I thought I wanted to do movies when I was younger. But I think that it was kind of just like it was more accessible. But I really like the idea of storytelling in television, as opposed to like not you can't do it in movies, mm-hmm. but like with a character. For example, my my favorite show right now is Breaking Bad, and I, I rewatch it and rewatch it and rewatch mm-hmm. it because I'm I'm just watching the evolution of an actor doing a character in this drama series and it's just incredible to me it blows me away like I, I'm gonna start getting some monologues from it and like working with those okay. just cause I think they're good you know like they're good uh, there's good writing it's, it's good evolution for an actor and so you know like I don't if I were to get onto any sort of uh, film medium be it uh, you know a 
a, a show or a movie would be great. But honestly, if I was just a working actor doing things like right. regularly to where the point where I didn't have to go to Do a nine to five yeah. or I didn't have to go. And that's and, what a lot of people yeah. say. You know, it's like, you know, it's like I, I don't need to be, you know, like ultra famous. I just yeah. want to like live by, you know, acting. Right. And then I want to do not comedy. Have to, like, be a nighttime florist exactly. on the side. And then I want to do comedy, especially like improv comedy, uh, in my free time, like and teach mm-hmm. it and and yeah. and do shows and stuff like that. But I mean, like during the day, I would love to be just like a, a date, you know, go to act day night, whatever you have to right, do it. Yeah. And then in your free time, you know, go jam with your friends, have fun, do shows. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that's like ultimately like wh- that's why I moved out here. You know, like and so it's hard for me to. Have to look for like I want to hate for looking like server jobs and stuff like that right, because yeah. it's not what I want to do. It's not what I love. It's not what I'm passionate about. But it also takes a lot of hard work and dedication to do this type of work to actually be involved with it. You know, yeah, like you got to start getting yeah, your you way in there. Sacrifices. You know? Yeah, it's difficult. Yeah, absolutely. Totally. So yeah, that's uh, yeah. So I, I would love to be a working actor just uh, on a daily basis. Yeah. All right. That's a good answer. Yeah. My other question is, would you... I'm making this one up right now. Great. Would you rather have two giant wheels instead of legs? Okay. Like, they're just, like, attached to you. Like, you were born that way. You were, like, a wheel man. Yeah. Or have... But they're, like, big. Okay. Like, the circumference. Yeah. You know, like... Wagon wheel? Two... yeah, Yeah, yeah. So two like giant wheels. Okay. Um, and they don't have like there's no third wheel, so you can turn easily. Okay. It's just like yeah, just yeah. it's a challenge. All right. I get or you. I'm totally offending someone. <laughs> two <laughs> giant wheels earlier. instead of oh, fuck the vegans. <laughs> fucking vegans. <laughs> two giant wheels, or have a coat hanger like sticking out of your head. Oh. I think I'm going to go with two giant wheels. And it's wheels. harmless. It's just, like, there. Yeah. Like, it's not going to kill you. I think I'm still going to go with two giant wheels simply for the fact that uh, I remember watching... Oh, God, what was it? That weird Wizard of Oz... That weird Wizard of Oz... Uh, Return to Wizard of Oz sequel. Have you, I don't know if you've ever seen it. I didn't even know that. Oh, yeah. There's, it sounds vaguely familiar, but... Yeah, they go. They return to Oz, but it's very dark. And in it, they're, they're not flying monkeys anymore. They're, like, creatures with wheels. And that's cool. Yeah, like that's how they get it. Like they have all these crazy. I don't know. Wheels fascinate me, so I'm more. It's like one of the first inventions. Yeah, I mean, maybe, probably right. that we, we can think really of. Know. We don't really know. But like yeah. a primitive version of a wheel, right? You know? But definitely, like I don't know. There's something about wheels that I'm I'm in tune with. So oh, okay. Yeah. I have one more question. All right. This is it. Top three inventions. Top three inventions. Uh, okay, let's see here. Um, the electric razor. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, the telephone, because of what it's, le- it's led to today. Fair enough, yeah. And uh, toilet paper. Oh. Yeah. Because before that, I wouldn't know what the fuck you'd wipe your ass with. <laughs> Like a leaf, a leaf, leaf, your hand, your hand, it's whatever. So, um, yeah, but that's it. 
So thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you. And uh, good luck with all of your endeavors. And uh, yeah, and I uh, I'll and s- thank you. I am. Thank you guys for listening. Thanks always to Dale Maxfield, our tech guy, for doing the things that he does. Uh, like us on Facebook, subscribe on YouTube, listen on iTunes, download that shit. Uh, tell your friends, tell your neighbors. Uh, tell your uh, weird Elvis uh, ladies that live next door. I think that's, uh, that's, right. that's the what we got I today. I think that's, so. our, that's our audience. That's what we're taking it out today. Yeah. Mullets, Elvis, stilettos. Bitch. Cool. cool. Thanks, guys.